Welcome to the Share Vancouver podcast, a safe space for BIPOC, LGBTQ plus individuals and allies. We are two queer South Asian women who are on a mission to highlight and celebrate queer folks in our community. Our intention is to normalize, tear down societal norms and provide representation. We hope to build community by sharing these stories and experiences with everyone. So I'm your host, Sharon. And I'm your host, Neri. We want to start off by doing land acknowledgement. We live, work, and play on the stolen and unceded traditional and ancestral lands of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Indigenous peoples. We're so grateful to be here today. We are so excited today to have Alex Sanga here with us. Alex is the founder of Share Vancouver, documentary film producer of My Name is January and Emergence Out of the Shadows. He received the Meritorious Service Medal from the Governor General of Canada for founding Share Vancouver and has wholeheartedly paved the way for queer South Asians here in Canada. He's a social worker, counselor, mental health advocate. We commend Alex for all the work he has done for our community. We can go on and on about Alex's accomplishments, but let's get to know Alex better. Alex, we would love to start off with you and learn, how did you start Share Vancouver? How did it come about? Well, Share Vancouver was uh, really, to be honest, in response to a number of high-profile suicides in the community. There was one young boy from Surrey, uh, from Afghanistan, who in his suicide note, he actually wrote that he was straight. You know, at high school, he was called faggot, queer, homa, every day. It was relentless. It's horrible. And he walked to the top of the Patola Bridge and ended his life. That really hit me hard because I was bullied in school and I didn't have a lot of friends. And I just wanted to create safe spaces. I mean, when I went to school, there was no internet. There was no cell phones. There was no grinder. There was no um, gay straight alliances. There was nothing. There's so much more now in terms of resources for people to connect. Even this podcast is an example of a resource that can help people around the world. But we had nothing. And I just really wanted to create safe spaces where people can uh, make friends and not feel alone. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, we're super grateful that you're the founder of Share Vancouver and put in so many amazing programs and be able to advocate for us queer South Asians in the Lower Mainland. Yeah, thank you. And, and the work, you know, you know, um, it's really not just an Alex Sanger project. There's been so many people that come and go through Share Vancouver, so many people that have carried this organization through for the last 12, 13 years. And it's just wonderful to see both of you, Sharon and Neri, um, taking it way out into the airwaves. So I'm just so grateful. <laughs> well, you provided us this opportunity. So thank you for believing in us. Like, yeah. He was like, yeah, go for it. Like you've been so helpful, so believing. And I think being so open with the members in the community allows us to take and be creative. Like that's why we're here. So yeah. thank you. We try to do what we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you set up, set up a really awesome foundation for us to kind of put work forward mm-hmm. and get it going. Um, Alex, I wanted to touch on that. So you said founded in 2008, no internet. How was it like finding Share Vancouver when no one was talking about sexuality, especially in 2008 with no internet, no sort of resources? What was the feeling like for you? Were you nervous? Like It was really tough. Talk us through it. That's a really good question because when I founded Share Vancouver, the president of the Sikh temple in Surrey, the largest Sikh temple in Surrey, said there's no such thing as gay Sikhs. Oh my God, that blew up in the media and it really put me on the spot and no one was really standing up for me except my mother. You know, MSN was really big back then and I had all these friend requests on MSN all of a sudden and they were bashing me. Oh, you're not a Sikh, you're a disgrace, you're not a Jut, you're a 
making a shame to the family. Where did you come from? Who raised you? Just really nasty comments. And it was it was really emotional, very difficult time for me. And so I talked to my mom and I said, do you think we're doing the right thing? What if, you know, we put ourselves at risk? What if something happens to you? What am I going to do? Uh, she said, the way they're responding to you is telling me that you're doing something that needs to be done because there's a lot of people that don't have any support. My mom is very spiritual. She's uh, really devoted to Sikhism. She she didn't see anything inconsistent with what I was doing with trying to be myself and helping people who are marginalized and vulnerable with her Sikh faith. In fact, she said there's nothing in the Sikh Guru Granth Sahib or the uh, holy book uh, against gay and lesbian people. You know, in fact, all it talks about in Sikhism is to defend those who are vulnerable and marginalized and oppressed and the weak and to, you know, stand up for these people and uh, support equality and dignity for everyone. Everyone is equal in our in our faith. The first day I founded, um, I think it was April 6th or April 8th, 2008, she took me to the Sikh temple. We prayed that whatever happens is with the blessing of the Creator, with God, and that, you know, God will give us the strength to get through this. It was really not easy because initially Share Vancouver was a gay queer Sikh organization. We changed it later to Queer South Asians and Friends to open up our mandate and welcome everyone. And also, to be perfectly honest, I did not want as a social worker to get in battles with Orthodox conservative religious people. That wasn't the mandate of the organization. We wanted to be a social service. We wanted to support people. We wanted to help people. And so we just avoided that connection. You know, even though a, a lot of people in Sheriff Vancouver are still queer Sikhs, we just uh, opened it up to queer South Asians and friends. And actually it's great because now we welcome everyone and it's more in keeping with the Sikh faith because in Sikhism you're supposed to welcome everyone and not discriminate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So in a way it turned out better for us. <laughs> and like a lot of people are in interracial relationships. I've had interracial relationships and, you know, uh, Christian who's like a son to me who lives with us is, you know, First Nations. He grew up in foster care. He was queer, had nowhere to live. So we're helping him. Of course, you know the story of Caden, which you can find out in my debut feature documentary, Emergence Out of the Shadows. Uh, you hear about his story and what happened to him. So when you hear about these stories in our community, you realize even though it is 2021, organizations like Share Vancouver are still needed. They're still needed. I mean, you discover in the documentary Emergence, when Caden was disowned and he was trying to reach out for help, he messaged 14, 15 organizations. Share Vancouver, me and Vinay, the director, were the only one who went out and met him, my friend Vinay, who's the director of the film. No one else contacted him. Wow. What would have happened to him? Where would he have gone if Share Vancouver wasn't there? Right. So we have a, we have a policy in Share Vancouver that if someone messages us, we have to respond within one business day or one business day is 24 hours usually. What, whatever the email is, we have to respond usually within 24 hours. And we have kept true to that policy. And that's one of the reasons we, 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 we got in touch with Caden in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, that's good to know for the listeners out as well that, you know, obviously, sure, Vancouver, we get back to people and we're there to help 100%. Yeah. I mean, did you did you ever have any doubts that anybody would join Share Vancouver when you first started? Uh, you know, Share Vancouver has always been a relatively small group over the last, well, actually, since our 10th anniversary. Our 10th anniversary had 350 people, including the health minister, Adrian Dix. We had greetings from the premier. All these people showed up to our 10th anniversary. And all of a sudden, from 2018 to now, it just took off. And then we had people like Sharon and yourself who joined the group and brought all these wonderful queer South Asian women into the group. And 
now the group is really growing. I think our core operating team is approaching 30 people now. And people are messaging me all the time. And it's, um, you know, I've had to put a process in place to go through resumes and cover letters and go through criminal record checks and check everything properly, check references. We are a registered charity now. We are a registered charity now, so we have to put in all these policies and procedures now. And it's growing really rapidly. Someone said to me that really there's not many organizations like ours in Canada. There's another charity in Toronto that deals mostly with South Asian HIV people. There's not really many that provide arts and cultural and social service programming like we do from a grassroots level in Canada. We're like the only one. So it really puts a lot of responsibility on us, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think even for Neri and I joining Share Vancouver a year ago, yeah, um, we found it very healing. So I think for listeners out there, allies as well, like finding a community is a game changer. It validates your experience, it normalizes you, and yeah, we've been so lucky to meet other queer South Asian women because like talking to both of us, we felt like we were the only one. So having this space is so important and what you founded, and I'm so glad it's growing because it should grow and get the attention it deserves since it's been around since 2008. Like you put in so much work. And yeah, I think I'm, I'm loving that it's taking off and let's keep going, keep riding, the, and, yeah. riding the wave. Yeah. And, and yeah. going upwards for sure. I had someone said to say to me, you know, Share Vancouver is a very sort of cutting edge organization because now we have a podcast. Thanks to you two wonderful ladies. We have films. We're really active on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We have a newsletter. We have a blog about coming out stories. We are really connected to the next generations. The only thing we're not on is TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Neary? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Alex, on that note, my next question to you is, how do you wear so many different hats? Like as a social worker, counselor, documentary film producer, charity, founder, many many different hats like how do you do it all you know to be honest they're all the same thing they're all consistent my goal in life is just to help my community and help my people it's all different ways of doing social advocacy social activism and social work i'm basically just a social worker even in my films i'm doing social justice documentary educational films it's just another way of doing social work in my view everything i do the counseling is another way of helping people the teaching that i do i I teach a diversity course at a local college, and I also do presentations in the community at high schools, screenings and discussions on the film and on bullying. Everything I'm doing is just being a social worker. And really, I got into social work because, you know, if you watch my film, Emergence, you see what happened to me when I came out. I I literally had a nervous breakdown, and you see... To me, at that time, I wasn't sure if it was a hallucination or a spiritual experience or whatever. Today, I believe it was a spiritual experience, but that was the sort of the the root source of why I wanted to go into social work and help people because I felt that's what God put me on this earth to do. That's why I'm here. And because of that split second experience that I had, it carried me through. And with the support of my mother, I did what I wanted to do. So that's how I just try my best. I'm not saying I'm the a saint or that I'm in I'm the, the most perfect person in the world, but I try to not hurt people or harm anyone and try to make a difference. No, I I honestly feel like I'm not, I'm not having a spiritual experience in that sense, but I feel like we're all here for a reason. Like we've been chosen. I know sometimes it's so hard. I wonder like why me? Like why do we have to be queer? But I feel like we're chosen and it like ties into the Sikhi faith. Like we've been chosen to help fight for equality, fight for our rights, and 
Yeah, Sikhism as a whole is all about like a warrior sense. We're warriors in a way because we're fighting for our justice and we're just trying to empower each other. And I'm kind of on the same boat. I feel like we wear so many different hats, but it doesn't feel like work. And I think that's what you're trying to say as well. It doesn't feel like work. It's just you're just doing what you know. Yeah, and actually Sikhism is such a wonderful faith, really, because really it's a social justice, social democratic type of faith, really, if you look at it. I mean, they're, they're redistributing food in the Godwaras, they're helping people, they're doing seva, selfless service. It's really kind of like a social democratic, social justice faith, and that's totally what I believe in. Yeah. So I got really lucky. <laughs> Me yeah. too. I've been recently wearing my kara to <laughs> feel like, you know? Connected, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that uh, with us, Alex. I mean, you also were having a float in the Visaki parade which is huge yeah so we want to know how did that come about as well like the Surrey Nagarkitan attracts folks from like all across Canada yeah. America India yeah. with up to 200,000 people so tell us a bit about that journey and yeah. how that came about it was actually the Vancouver Casa Dewan Society on Ross Street the Sikh temple in Ross Street a board member their outreach coordinator reached out to us and said uh, would you like to march in the Vasaki Parade? Sure, Vancouver has been doing a lot of outreach, and as a queer South Asian group, we're no longer a threat to really Sikh people because we're not trying to mix homosexuality with Sikhism. We're just trying to be ourselves. And I've always just advocated for people to improve our community, whether they're dealing with suicidal ideation or depression or um, mental health or STDs or HIV. I just approached it as a social worker, social service perspective. So when they reached out to me, I said, sure, we would love to. We were very anxious because this would be, this would have been the first time a queer South Asian group ever marched in a Vasaki parade. I don't know if it, it's in the world or whatever, but this was definitely in Vancouver. This was the first time. And we had a direct contact with the commander of the Vancouver police at that Vasaki parade. I mean, prime minister was there, the premier was there, all these people were there, but we had a direct contact link with the (laughs) Vancouver police. (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) Just Just in case something happened, right? And, you know, they contacted us, they did a risk assessment, they knew where we were marching, everything was checked. We had about 19, 20 people march and, you know, there was young Punjabi Sikh people and you know our friends and allies crying giving my mom hugs and the community was actually surprisingly very supportive when we were marching you know some people gave us kind of a a glance but they never said anything to us and you know I heard later afterwards that there was a backlash on the board that this person reached out to us and invited us but it was too late Mm. we already decided to go we were gonna go and they couldn't stop us no matter what they what they did because the Vasaki parade is really technically open to everyone. Hundred percent. They yes. cannot they cannot deny a group from marching. However, we received an invitation by a board member already. Right. They cannot now take that back, especially when it blew up in the media. Yes. It would make them look very very bad. So we marched and we marched three or four years in a row. So um, I think we made our presence felt, and they said we are also need to be considered and treated as members of the community of course and you know that got news around the world and i think the hindustan times wrote a big piece on it and uh you know it went to australian you know 
United States, California did a, some, there was some story in California, London. All these people were messaging us. How did you get in the Vasaki parade? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, when I saw it, I was like, no way. Because like, yeah. I went to Costa School. I've been part of the parade. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen it. Of course, we have like some random things in the Vasaki parade mm-hmm. too nowadays. But yeah, when I saw the picture, I really liked that you kept it minimal there wasn't like rainbow flags like you didn't want to you just wanted to be part of the parade you were respectful you walked with ramals on and you just wore the share vancouver shirt yeah i think that was a really good call to do that like you don't want to be so in people's face especially when it's a you know it's It's a religious it's a religious faith they are singing hymns along the way and also the fasaki parade really is about all of us walking together in equality and dignity. It's not a show showcase. Yes. It's not look at me, I'm queer. It's we're all together, we're all one people, one humanity, one world. Let's all join together and respect each other. Yeah. So we yeah. we honored that. And I think it was wonderful and uh, yeah, it chokes me up because you know, I still get phone calls and people messaging me about that. Mm-hmm. Emails about that. They said, "Oh, I read this article and do you want to talk about it? Can you come to our class? You know, universities are calling me. And, you know, apparently um, there's quite a bit of documentation on this now that is getting into journal articles and books and different kind of stuff I didn't even know. Wow. You know, the teachers are calling us. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, hopefully maybe 2022, April. We never know. Vancouver. We would like to come back. Who was that board of yeah member that well you know you know my mom said you know we we went three four years we made our presence known we put the message out there now with the share people want to go let them go but we don't have to go there and make a big uh, mm-hmm. deal about it anymore we should just march as uh, other Sikhs right just you know attending what I mean? just attending and right. enjoying ourselves you know if you want to wear your shirt that's great like anyone else I think now that we've sort of set a precedent we have opened the door for others I don't I don't know if I want to always have a formal contingent now. Right. My mom said the true meaning of Vasaki is for all of us to march collectively. Yes. It's not really separately. Right. So that's why I, I was thinking maybe it's best to just march as one people. But of course you can wear your shirt. It's shirts. a good call too though. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So we have to respect the, f- the faith and, and yes. the Sikh Sangat is yeah. all together, right? Yes. And I want to be part of the Sangat, not a separate member in the Sangat. Yeah, right. So that's why I think we'll do it differently if we do it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So kudos to, to doing that. And it definitely good call. And like you said, it wasn't about look at me, I'm here, but just being part of the Sangat. You're just there. You And yeah, you got great feedback. And when I saw that, I was like, that was so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, pretty awesome yeah we're coming into emergence alex let's talk about emergence out of the shadows it's going to be a game changer i'm hoping i can get my mom and my family to watch it because i think that's going to be such a film that will help so many queer folks in the community have that very difficult conversation with parents yeah benay jerry dar did a fabulous job the story really is about three people, myself, a young man by the name of Caden, who was disowned for being gay, and of course, Jag, who is a queer gay woman. They're all Punjabi Sikh people in our community. The film was actually directed through the lens of a Hindu director from South India and Kerala. He's just, he's been a member of Sher Vancouver for over a decade. He's amazing. And um, I really think it was important to do this film because there really isn't a lot of content in you know, our body of work that is about gay, lesbian, um, queer, South Asian people, especially Punjabi Sikh people. But what, what really makes Emergence different is that it gives you an insight into what the parents go through. 
the parents also struggle. They have hopes and dreams for their children. And when their child says, oh, I'm lesbian or I'm gay, they have to make sense of that. What does that mean? Are you going to get married? Are you going to have children? Uh, what's that mean? So this film addresses all that. Of course, you've seen the film, What Happens to Jag? Does Jag get married? Does Jag have children? We don't know. You have to watch the film. That's right. Yeah. And then, you know, and then it's like, does she have kids? We don't know. You have to watch the film. <laughs> and then you have Caden. And then you have, you know, my story. It's like, what happens to me? Do I end up with a family? Or do, how does my life turn out in, in the film? Do I end up with having children? Or what is my relationship going to be like when I'm older? And then you have Caden. You know, he was rejected. How did he survive? What happens to Caden throughout being disowned by his family for being gay? And is there hope for someone like Caden in this society? So the mm -hmm. film is a really important tool. One thing we wanted is to end it on a, a very, very high note and have redemption. We did not want young gay and lesbian kids watch this film and say, oh my God, if you come out as gay, you're going to be disowned and your life is hopeless and you can never get married, you can never have children, your life is just going to be miserable. We didn't want to increase suicides in the community. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> by making yeah. the film, right? Right. So we wanted to have a positive message and have redemption. And so we try to end on a very, very high note for all three stories. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We've seen the film. Yeah. We're not going to give it away, but... I cried. We both cried. Yeah. And it's such a powerful film because, like you said, the parents shared their journey. Yes. Yeah. And it was just really... It sat like I was just astounded, like, wow, I never seen anything like this before, like to be able to hear everybody's truths and speaking their truths. And also, I don't want to give away much of the story either, but how profound it was and how well done it was as well. Like, it was just amazing. It really touched my heart. And, and I was like, yep, I'm going to hopefully watch it with my parents and see how that goes. And this is, and this is just an example of the, like I was speaking before about the cutting edge work that Sher Vancouver does. Because we have a structure in place, first as a nonprofit and now as a charity, it allows us to move into these directions and do filmmaking and do podcasts like you're doing and try to be active on social media and try to reach that generation and do outreach. And I really think film is such a great way to create social awareness and to do social advocacy, social activism and do social work. I mean, since ever since my first film, My Name Was January, went out there, it won 14 awards around the world and went to 66 film festivals. Wow, amazing. And, you know, January is all over the place now. You know, you go on the internet, the movie, everything is all over the place. I still get messages about January all the time. We have a Youth Leadership Award in her honor. So I think film is a very powerful medium, and I think we are trying our best to use film as a medium to reach our community. I know it's been selected in many film festivals, and I hope it really gets international recognition that it deserves, because many people, not just in Metro Vancouver, need to see it. Yeah, Worldwide very, attention. I'm, I'm very happy to announce that today is the world premiere at the Palm Springs LGBTQ Film Festival. Uh, yay. And so I think it's no coincidence you're interviewing me today. I, I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in destiny and fate. And, you know, out on film in Atlanta, which is an Academy Award qualifying festival, they selected the film. It's also going to go to the Chicago South Asian Film Festival, which is quite popular with Bollywood celebrities, actually. Awesome. It's also going to Tasveer Film Festival South Asian in Seattle, nice. which is the largest South Asian festival in the United States. We got into 16 festivals before the world premiere. And then it's coming back to Canada to have its Canadian premiere at KDOX, 
which is uh, Metro Vancouver's premier social justice documentary film festival. So we're very excited. We're getting a really good response. Of course, it would be great if we got into Cannes or TIFF or Sundance. We got our fingers crossed. You never know. If you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) We got our fingers crossed, right? But, you know, of course, this is only my first feature film. We had a limited budget and we tried our best. Awesome. Yeah, no, I think everybody probably listening to this has either seen it by now or better get ready to watch it because it is groundbreaking. Amazing. So before we end off, Alex, we have our last question. We want to ask you, what words of advice would you give our allies who are looking to better understand the queer community and how to give back and support? Yeah, so, you know, I believe in the golden rule. The golden rule is the same in every culture, every tradition, every religion. It's treat people how you want to be treated. Love is love. Being gay is just another way of loving. I don't think God created gay and lesbian people because he wants them to suffer. We are all God's children. Would you, if you were um, a parent, would you want your child to suffer? If you were the creator and you created that person, would you want them to suffer? Right. So I think we need to learn to love each other and support each other. And if we can just treat each other how we want to be treated, the world will be a much better place. I agree. And allies, if you're listening, because what I notice is we don't want this to be an us versus them. Like we're not like gay and straight people. And I think you really bridge that gap with Share Vancouver because you say everyone is welcome. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And I think allies have really helped Share Vancouver take off with sponsorship or in different avenues so mm-hmm. overall the journey yeah without them i don't you know we wouldn't be where we are right now so mm-hmm. thank Big you to, all, to them, the all the allies yeah you know i i was i was tell someone if you can if i can say one thing if every single person can just help one person in a very significant way who is struggling or suffering or needs help that's all it takes that's all you have to do then half the entire planet can be uplifted mm-hmm. yeah you know for sure that's all it takes yeah, kindness. Yeah, kindness. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I feel so inspired after chatting with Alex today. What about Me you, Neri? Yes, definitely. <laughs> well, I'm inspired by you. I'm so happy to see this youthful exuberance and these beautiful women in Sher Vancouver <laughs> doing all this great work. And I love this artwork by Jag Nagra on your Sher Vancouver podcast uh, t-shirts. And we should get these t-shirts made and put them on our website. Yes. You know, I love the logo. It's just, she's so talented and she's been with Sher Vancouver for over a decade. And yes. She's having an impact in the film and in the community, and I'm just so proud of her. And yeah, so thank you. Thank you, ladies, for having me part of this podcast and and all the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our episode today with Alex. Please continue to support Share Vancouver and follow Alex on his social medias on Instagram at Alex Senga and reach out to him through Share Vancouver anytime. Like we said, one day response that's what we keep up to so thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode remember be be bold be you thanks bye-bye bye